Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello, welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm really thrilled that you could join me for this session today. Today I'm going to ask you a question and it is how would you like things to be in your life? Really, this is about highlighting that you are the creator of your own experience. And whilst we don't necessarily have control over the things that are happening around us, we have a huge amount of influence and I guess, you know, impact on what it is that we're creating in our own life and the experiences that we're having um, as a result of our internal experience. So as an example, sometimes what can happen is that we think that what is happening to us uh, directly translates to the feelings we're having and the thoughts that are going through our minds. But actually, in many ways, what's happening around us is kind of an abstract um, concept that we will all interpret and experience in different ways. So what we can find is the same experience could happen to me as that happen, you know, happens to you and that our filters and our thoughts and our beliefs and our thinking will really, and our feelings ultimately will really impact on how we experience that situation. And so whilst we can draw the conclusion that the situation is what's triggering the thoughts and feelings and the beliefs that we're having, really what's happening is the filters that we're using is impacting on our own experience. And I think, you know, we all know this implicitly, that what happens to us is only a small part or a fraction of the situation. The, the majority of the experiences we have relate to our internal experience and relate to the internal stuff that's happening within our minds. And we have a great degree of control over this. Um, and in, in many ways, we don't often realize that we have that degree of control over ourselves, let alone what's happening outside of ourselves. And whilst it's not always easy to kind of you know, grab hold of the internal experience and sh shift it and turn it around and, and enable, it, uh, um, enable that experience to support us. The reality is that we have way more influence over it than what we realize. And it's only through doing some internal work and um, reflecting and becoming more aware of what's happening within us that we then can start to shape and shift and ultimately create intentionally the kind of experience, the kind of 
life that we want to live. And so really that is what today is all about. It's about looking at what it is that we have within us and how we can really utilize that um, to benefit us and to enable us to live a life that makes us feel joyful, um, creative, to feel confident, feel impactful, you know, ultimately to experience the kinds of feelings and the kind of lifestyle uh, that we most want to have. And so I think there's kind of four aspects to this that I really wanted to delve into in more depth. And the first one is you are the creator of your own life. And whilst there are things that you can't control, there are many, many more things that you can control and influence that are really important to acknowledge as a starting point. When we acknowledge the power that we actually have to experience things the way that we want to experience them and to create things and to live the life that we want to experience, then it kind of sets us free in many ways to move from reactivity where we're responding to what's happening to actually creativity where we're actually deciding intentionally how we want things to be, which is a pretty exciting um, way to live ultimately. So there, I think there's kind of three elements that fit under this create, you know, that this creator perspective. And the first one is the thoughts that we have. And we have thoughts all day, every day. And, you know, I know that people can sometimes say to me, I can't switch off the thoughts, Um, but you don't need to switch off the thoughts. It's just about allowing the thoughts and recognizing what the thoughts are that are coming up for you. And in many ways, through that awareness, we start to become more able to kind of recognize what thoughts are helpful to us and what one, what thoughts are not. And the thoughts themselves are not creative. The thoughts themselves are random in many ways. Um, they can reflect the kinds of things that we've experienced in our lives, the things that we've learned, the, the, you know, the kinds of patterns um, of thoughts that have happened over many years, perhaps sometimes tracing right back to when we were very young, the kinds of things that we learned from that early age that pop into our minds um, throughout our lives as part of that learned experience. Um, but sometimes thoughts can be quite random and you know, even odd sometimes. You might have a thought that pops into your head that makes no sense. And a thought in itself um, isn't powerful unless we actually start to buy into it and we start to believe it. And that is really the second component of this is what is it that we believe? So the thoughts that we have um, don't necessarily impact us in a great um, way unless we start to experience the same thoughts repeatedly and we start to believe them. And so the more often you repeat a thought to yourself or even the experience of the way that you word something or the the expression that you give um, to a thought can influence and impact how strongly held that then becomes as a belief. So you might have that random weird odd thought and go oh that's crazy and you forget about it and you let it go and it makes you know it has little impact on your life at all because it's popped into your head and out it goes and you just allow it you allow it to come and go Um, but when something becomes repeated um, over and over and we have that sense of something being true for us or something that we recognize as familiar and something that we've experienced repeatedly um, we can tend to start to buy into it a little bit more and believe 
uh, believe in it and put more weight into it so that it then starts to become true for us. And so even though it's just a thought and it doesn't necessarily represent reality, we can tend to kind of latch onto it and start to believe it by virtue of the fact that it's repeating within our minds. And so being aware of the thoughts that we think and then the kinds of patterns of thoughts that contribute to the beliefs we hold can be really um, powerful in recognizing, well, what is happening for us here? Like what are the thoughts that are going through, through my mind and the beliefs that are going through my mind that are influencing the way that I interpret this situation, the way I feel about the situation and the way that I operate within the situation. So those thoughts that go through our minds um, can influence the way we behave, but the beliefs are far more powerful in influencing the way we behave. So we can have two thoughts in our mind that are opposing at the same time and we can find ourselves quite conflicted and unsure of what way to move forward. And in that situation you would usually um, wait until one of those thoughts feels more powerful for you or, fit, or resonates more strongly with you. And in those situations you're, you're basically operating on a belief rather than a thought. So you've got these two opposing thoughts but the thing that helps you to choose is the belief what it is that you believe in. And so this is a really sort of powerful um, source of awareness for us about the way that we operate in the world based on what's going through our minds. And then, you know, if we think about the thoughts themselves and the beliefs we hold, then the final part of this is really the feelings that they arouse in us. And the feelings are as important as anything else because the feelings contribute to our sense of those beliefs so for instance sometimes the more powerful the emotion the more strongly we will hold that belief so if there's a really strong emotion a belief that's um, um, you know matched up with a with an emotion that you're having then you will tend to buy into it and give it much more weight than if there's no emotion associated with it at all so say for instance that thought pops into your head and there's no real emotion that goes with it, it's unlikely you're going to choose to act on it. The emotion is what actually motivates us and drives us to make a decision and, to, and you know take a path in one direction or another. And so that awareness of the beliefs relates to the thought itself but also the emotion that it arouses in us. So really, you know, being mindful like is this emotion telling me um, that this is something that's you know genuine or or true for me or is this something that's telling me um, that it, it's it's meaningless um, and and you'll find that this will give you a sense of what's guiding you but the feelings themselves have a huge role to play as well so what can sometimes happen is we can have a feeling without recognizing the thoughts that um, were necessarily generating them in the first place. So it may be that you feel a certain feeling at a point in time, you feel worried about something or you feel nervous or you're feeling a bit agitated maybe um, and that emotion um, is triggering for you and it can kind of lead to you starting to think what's this about what's going on here um, why am I feeling this way and start analyzing the feeling and where it's coming from and what that can do is it can kind of lead us astray in some ways because we start to analyze it and we can build that 
that feeling into something bigger. So what can happen is if you have worried feelings and you start to analyze them and think about where's this coming from? Is there something for me to be worried about? What is it that I should be worried about? Have I done something? You know, has something happened that I, you know, or is something bad going to happen? That's the other one. Um, it can be really useful to kind of, rather than go down the path of analyzing the feeling and, you know, starting to kind of build a belief out of that feeling, you know, from, from no, that potentially that feeling that's come from nowhere and we're building a story around it, which just enhances the feeling and builds it into something bigger. It can be really useful to think about, well, what are the feelings that I'm having and what are the feelings I want to have? How do I want to experience this situation? What are the feelings that I would like to experience in my day to day? What are the, the feelings I would like to experience in my life more, more generally? What are the kinds of um, experiences that I want to have and the feelings that go with those? So instead of actually waiting until you have the feeling and then analyzing it or waiting till you have the thought and you know delving into it in more depth, it's about coming at something more intentionally and thinking about, well, how do I want things to be? Really cultivating that sense of who you want to be, how you want to experience your life, what are the kinds of things you would like to experience in your internal world and your external world as well. So rather than being driven by the thoughts and the feelings that are going on in your mind, being actually driven by the intention that you have and the way that you want things to be, and then building that picture around that. So I guess if I'm to explain this in a, in a simpler, you know, a simpler way, it's really about putting the cart before the horse. So instead of saying the thoughts and the feelings come first and what does that mean for me, it's more about, well, what do I want to feel? What do I want to think? What do I want my experience to be? And then building the thoughts and feelings and the experiences around that. So I hope that sort of, um, you know, simplifies in some ways the concept that I'm talking about. It's really about being intentional, deciding how you want things to be and starting from that position rather than from a reactive position of responding to what's coming up. But the thoughts and the beliefs and the feelings are so important as part of this picture because when you think about how you want things to be, you're actually shifting and you're saying that these thoughts and feelings and beliefs are are all part of this picture but instead of actually just letting them flow in their own random way you're actually intentionally focusing on the thoughts that you want to have and the feelings and the beliefs now there's a few other things um, that sort of relate to this and one of them is the language that we use so in the thoughts you might express a thought in a lot of different ways and the language that we use can really influence this so you might um, an example that was given to me recently was um, when you're feeling anxious about something that um, you're worried about something happening instead of feeling excited about something happening so an anxious feeling can actually be a sign of excitement and so when you feel that that feeling instead of interpreting it as worry or there's something bad's going to happen or that I, I'm feeling anxious here you interpret it as actually there's something I'm excited about here um, or you know what is it that that feeling coincides for for me in terms of um, something to look forward to. So it's really about engineering the thoughts that you have and the feelings that you have in a way that that is more healthy for you and more helpful for you ultimately so that you're deciding 
how you want your life to be, who you want to be as a person, how you want to experience things, and then actually springboarding from those you know, decisions into the actual lived experience of that, um, where you're actually deliberately choosing those things rather than reacting. Now, that's not to say, you know, as I said earlier, that's not to say that you won't have thoughts and feelings and beliefs that will just pop up for you. Um, but part of this process is having strategies that you can use and questions that you can ask yourself to bring yourself back to that intentional perspective. So, you know, this is what's currently happening, but how do I want things to be? So there's that instead of delving more into the problem or the worry or the anxiety or the stress, um, you're actually shifting gears and you're saying, hang on, instead of spending my time focusing on this bit, how do I want things to be instead? So it's like an intentional choice that you're making to kind of shift from one reactive kind of response to a more proactive, creative response um, that helps you to then shift your energy, to shift your thoughts and to move in the direction um, that you most want to go and make the impact that you most want to make in the world. The thing is, if you get stuck in the feelings and the thoughts and the worries and the beliefs that you already have that are coming up for you kind of randomly, your forward momentum will really be affected by that. The momentum will be around those thoughts, around those feelings and around those beliefs and about what you're creating as a result of that rather than what you're wanting to create. And so you can spend a lot of energy and use a lot of time and you know, creativity in the wrong direction or in a direction that doesn't feel right for you or that doesn't serve you. And so this process is about making a conscious choice about being the creator in your own life rather than a reactor, you know, and deciding how am I going to approach this? What do I want this to look like? How do I want to feel in this situation? How do I want to be? Um, and so it's really important. I mean, I guess cultivating those thoughts, feelings and beliefs that support you ultimately impact on what you then do, on the actions you take. So if you hold a belief about something um, which holds you back, you know, a belief that you're not good enough or a belief that you, um, no one will, you know, be interested in what you've got to say or, you know, that you're not this kind of person or that kind of person. Like if you hold certain beliefs and, and views of yourself and you carry the feelings associated with that, um, that will impact on the decisions you make and then the actions you take. And so you might find yourself holding back from doing the things that you want to do. You might find yourself retreating when you really want to be approaching something. Or you might find yourself in a situation that you dreamed of, but, you know, running a mile because it feels, you know, bigger for you than what you imagined it would. And so cultivating these really intentional thoughts, feelings and beliefs is part of what helps you to gain momentum on moving forward with your goals and dreams, with having the impact that you want to have in the world and feeling good within yourself and enjoying your life. Um, so, you know, that is really what this process is all about, is using that internal world in a creative way rather than a reactive way. Now, I have a tool which I will share the link for in the show notes um, called the self-coaching activity. Now, what this is, is it's almost like a journaling activity that you can use to coach yourself through what's currently happening for you into a more proactive and creative space. So instead of getting bogged down, so sometimes what can happen in a journaling, you know, self-coaching process, although self-coaching ultimately 
is this process of moving yourself out of that reactive space into a more proactive space. But journaling sometimes can have the impact of keeping you stuck somewhere. So sometimes when you do some journaling, you'll go over and over the same old ground trying to figure it out. Whereas this self-coaching approach and this self-coaching activity, which I'll share with you, is really to help you move out of that sense of stuckness, that sense of heaviness, that sense of um, overwhelm or a sense of feeling like your mind is you know overthinking or worrying or stressing about something into a more free space so what it helps you do is release some of the thoughts and beliefs and the you know the feelings that are associated with where you currently are and help opening you you know help in opening you up to how you wanting thing you know how you want things to be what you want to experience in your life and shifting your focus to creating um, all of those things um, and the kind of internal and external experience that you want to have through a process of asking you these questions. So the activity is a series of questions. It's a printable that you can um, download and print on your um, printer or you can use it in your phone as well. Um, and you basically go through the questions and you work through what's coming up for you and you come out the other end with greater clarity you know a sense of ease within yourself a sense of confidence you know and a plan for yourself knowing um, that you have a way forward from where you're currently at so I will put the link for that in the show notes so check that out um, I hope that you find it really helpful uh, please don't hesitate to send me an email if you've got any questions or if you'd like any support or assistance with anything as you work through that um, I'd love to hear from you um, I hope that you found this podcast helpful and that you've enjoyed it. Um, I am enjoying being uh, back and will look forward to seeing you next week. So until then, have a lovely week. Speak soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me for Create, Lead, Live. If you've enjoyed this episode, please let me know by getting in touch, leaving a review or sharing it with others that you think would enjoy it too. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email at coaching at emilywilkes.com or find out more about Create, Lead, Live at emilywilkes.com. I look forward to hearing from you.